Try Cora's cult favorite period products without joining a cult. Cora offers modern period products like whisper-thin pads and liners with a breathable cotton top sheet and tampons made with 100% organic cotton. And with a full range of absorbencies, Cora's got you covered from heavy flow to barely there days. Try Cora today for a more comfortable period, clean and simple. Find Cora nationwide at Target, CVS, and online at cora.life. Come on in, y'all. It's Tuesday night. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me as you come in, whatever platform you're on. We added a few different platforms tonight just to change it up, keep it fresh. Um, you know how I like to do. Come on in. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from. As you are doing that, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. When you share, it, uh, it increases our reach exponentially. Aurora, good to see you. Washington State, let's go. Come on, speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Uh, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Make sure you click that share button as you're coming in. Aurora, let's go. On TikTok, it's the little uh, arrow at the bottom over here on Instagram. It's the triangle at the bottom and YouTube and Facebook. You got your buttons there, all right? Atlanta, good to see you. What's going on, ATL? Come through, come through, y'all. It's a preview. We added some extra platforms tonight just to keep it fresh um, like we don't normally do. Baltimore, best crab cakes. Come on, crab cakes. South Carolina, let's go. Greenwood and the Village, let's go. Indiana, good to see you. Good to see you. Shalom. North Carolina, ATL, Lakewood, Colorado, Denver, Aurora. Y'all coming through. Y'all are coming through. Universal Studios, LA. Let's go. So Mrs. Bishop, I like the shirt. You can get it in our online store. This, my signature shirt, um, any shirt with my signature on it, the Bible says Genesis 12 will make your name great. Um, it is our number one selling shirt. Um, just that's that's it. He'll make your name great. Come on. Speak that over your own life. He'll make my name great. That's Genesis chapter 12. Let's go. All right. Uh, Denver, good to see you. Huntsville, Alabama. Let's go. Good to see you, sir. Um, my brother and my friend, man of God, good to see you. Aurora, let's go. Um, Poughkeepsie, New York. Come on, let's go, Poughkeepsie. Jacksonville, Florida. Let's go. Duval. Uh huh. They don't even call Jacksonville by Jacksonville, they call it by the county. Let's go. Aurora, good to see you. Um, Denver, good to see you. Let's go. Where else? Come on. I'm gonna give y'all a couple more minutes before we um, before we jump into tonight's preview. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be really, really good. As I give you a preview of tomorrow night's message for this new series that we started uh, called Summer Songs. And Sunday's message wasn't actually a song. Sunday's message was a popular summer event, which is the summer cookout. Um, how many of you you enjoy your cookout or barbecue or whatever you did yesterday? Poughkeepsie, I got it. Thank you for breaking it down like that for me. Colorado, good to see you. How many of you you enjoy your fourth? You enjoy your fourth, whatever it is that you did. As a matter of fact, can you, a few of you tell me what it is that you did? What did you do uh, on yesterday, on July fourth? What did you do? Talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me what you did. Illinois, good to see you. What'd you do? Speak to me. Tell me what you did. All right. I see several hands. You enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Um, tell me what you did. What'd you do? Guys, I'm giving you one more minute, 60 more seconds before I jump into the preview to give you an opportunity to share. Because when you share, people get saved. We are knocking at 350 recorded decisions so far this year because of your faithful sharing. And so that's what it's all about. It is not about pushing Bishop Foreman. It's about pushing the word and the word's going to change lives. All right. 
it was uh, it was different. You didn't do anything. You relaxed. Okay, come on, relaxation. Let's go. All right, nothing. Y'all said nothing. I didn't do nothing. Grill, family time. All right, I love it. All right, that's good. Sometimes it's good not to do anything. Cook out. Listen, mm, cook out. All right, call a great sale and splurge on your grandkids. I love it. Work and fireworks with the kids. Study. Had a, a cookout. Hot links. Come on, hot links and ribs. Listen, ate some barbecue. I love it. Um, so listen, guys, ate good barbecue. All right. Uh, here's what I need to know for my ATL fam. Where is the best barbecue spot? Because I have not, I, in all fairness, I have not sought it out. But for my ATL family, where is the best barbecue spot? I need to know that. And then I want to hear from my Denver fam too. Where is the best Denver barbecue spot that you believe? All right. And if you are not in either one of those places, wherever you're at, you let me know where the best barbecue spot is. And don't tell me your house. All right. Uh, tell me, tell me the spot, the restaurant. Lit the grill, put a few things on, prayed. I love it. Went to see fireworks. I love it. A little bit when you get a chance, please listen to my song, to my song. All right, make sure you send us a message. Send me a DM so we can take a listen to it. All right, speaking of that, something's going on with my IG where I cannot see any of my DMs. In fact, it's deleting them all. And uh, and so if you're trying to message me there, I get about 200 plus messages there a day. If you're trying to message me there, just know that um, I am, uh, I'm likely not able, able even to see it right now. All right, let's go. All right, let's, I want to see this list. I want to see this list. 10th, try 10. Okay, I'm gonna try that. That's by Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I got it. All right. Where else? Where else? I got you. Much love to you. Support uh, and support for your best barbecue. Lucille's barbecue, that's in LA. Best barbecue is in Kansas City. Okay. All right. Y'all talk to me. Oh, this comments, these comments are getting dry about this barbecue. Y'all must not be barbecue fans. All right. All right. I am. I am. I, okay, listen, um, I asked that question and I started talking about food on tonight's preview because Sunday's message was literally called Summer Cookout. Summer Cookout. Um, and we, truth, the best barbecue is in KC. Okay, got it. Um, we did the Summer Cookout uh, with Sunday's message and we started this new series. We started this new series literally called Summer Songs. Learning some biblical principles from summer songs. And today and Sundays was the summer cookout. And I taught you that literally it was one cookout. Drop a one in the comments. It was one cookout that changed Saul's life for the better forever. And most times when we look at Saul, we look at Saul for his downfall. We look at Saul for what he did not do right. But I want to submit to you that the truth is this is that um, there is more to your story than your mistakes. Let's talk. There is more to your story than your failures. There are more to your story than how you messed up. There's more to your story. Can I get a few of you to type that on the platform tonight? There's more. Um, do not ever look at somebody's life and only extract the negative. You have to look at the good. Because the truth be told, when you exit the earth, you do not want the story of your life to be everything you didn't do, what you did not do right. In fact, you want the story of your life to be like Abraham. Let's talk. The Bible says that with Abraham, in Genesis 12, that the Lord would make his name great. There's a question over here. Somebody take care of it for me about what church, the church, harvestchurch.church, um, about 
He will make your name great. And in God making your name great, he'll do you like he did Abraham. Here's what you may not know about Abraham. Abraham was a liar. But that's not the part we remember. Uh, Abraham, not only was Abraham a liar, but Abraham was, uh, uh, watch me, he was fearful. Abraham was insecure. But the, when we read his story, the Bible does not record that. In fact, the scripture covers him. And you want to know what the Bible says? That he did not waver. But the truth is, Abraham wavered. And he wavered in a major way. God is so good that when he chooses to make your name great, that he'll make sure that you are not remembered for your failures. You're not remembered for the negative, but you are remembered for your victories. You got to hear that. So when we looked at Saul, most times people think of Saul, Saul did wrong, Saul didn't do that. But the truth is Saul has an amazing journey and he has an amazing story. Saul takes the throne at the age of 30. And the Bible says that he reigns for 42 years. So a total, uh, he, he exits the earth at age 72. Listen carefully. Um, it was one cookout that changed Saul's life forever. And I introduced you to him at the end of our series, Daddy Issues. And I showed you that when he obeyed the instructions of the man of God, God assigned him to that literally uh, he became a different person. First Samuel 10, 6 says this, suddenly the spirit of the Lord will take control of you and you will become a different person. Everybody look at me on every platform. There are some times where in life, what the biggest change we need is not around us. The biggest change we need is in us. And the scripture says that there was a change that came in Saul and that change came on the inside of him. Is there anybody on this preview tonight that can tell the truth, that there's some things happening in your life going on even right now. And the issue is not that you need something to change around you. You need something to change in you. Pay attention. The Bible says this thing happened suddenly. I need a few of you all that believe that if he did it for Saul, he could do the same thing for you. Can I just get you to drop a suddenly on whatever platform you're on? Suddenly. When he followed the instruction, and sometimes you're suddenly is connected to an instruction that does not make sense. I'll say it again. Sometimes you're suddenly is connected to an instruction that does not make sense. I literally on Sunday walked you through Saul, how he became, watch me, he became the first king, not just in his family, he became the first king of Israel. And for many of you, listen, you are going to be the first in your bloodline. You're going to be the first in your community. You're going to be the first in your city. You're going to be the first in your group of friends. And when you're going to be the first, that means literally you are not going to have a pattern to follow because you're going to be the one that's setting the pattern. I need you to share this with somebody tonight because they need to know that you are called to be the first. For many of you, you're going to be the first in your bloodline. That's a seven-figure earner. The first in your bloodline that's debt-free. The first in your bloodline that doesn't have negative relationships. The first in your bloodline uh, that does not repeat and perpetuate the generational curses that you were set to break. Listen carefully. You will be the first. And we, I introduce you to Saul, showing you that the Bible says he is the son of a man named Kish. The son of a man named Kish. And Kish... His name uh, in Hebrew, it, that's the language of our Old Testament. It literally means 
power. All right. So Saul is the son of a wealthy, influential, powerful man. He's the son of a wealthy, influential, powerful man. So in this story, you are Saul. Why are you Saul? Because watch me. I don't care what your natural bloodline was. When you are born again and become a Christian, watch me. Your father is the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and the great I am, which means he is wealthy, he is influential, and he is powerful. He is wealthy, he is influential, and he is powerful. So you are Saul in this story. Let's talk. The Bible says um, that he, they are from the tribe of Benjamin, and Benjamin was a small, insignificant tribe. And this is important because sometimes, listen carefully, what your future is, it does not match where you were prepared. Your future does not match where you were prepared. For many of you, you've been prepared in small, insignificant places, but, but you're going to take big and significant stages. You're like Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus where was he uh, brought up? He was brought up in Nazareth. And Nazareth, literally, here's what they said about Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And for several of you watching this message preview tonight, the, th the question about you is, can anything good come out of your life? Can anything, you've been divorced. Can anything good come out of your life? Uh, you've had kids. Can anything good come out of your life? Who am I talking to tonight? Can anything good come out of life, your life? Can anything good come out of Denver? Can anything good come out of Atlanta? Can anything good come out of your background? And I need you to hear me. Yes, something good can. You want to know what it is? You. You are the good thing that is coming for. Hear me. I need you not to let where you were prepared make you think that that's the end for you. It's not over for you. It is not the end for you. Do not allow your place of preparation to cause you to uh, operate in stagnation. I'll say it again. Do not allow your place of preparation to allow you to operate in stagnation. Let's keep going. So listen, um, his donkeys, uh, uh, Kish's donkeys are lost. The donkeys stray away. And in the Hebrew culture, donkeys literally represent three things. Number one, a sign of the blessing. How blessed you were was dependent upon how many donkeys you had. Number two, they represented in Hebrew culture a luxury car. Let me just jaywalk over here, which is why when Jesus rode into the city, what did he ride in on? A colt. A young donkey, a brand new car. Let me just make it plain for you. So Jesus rode into the city, got him a rental car, and said, I'm riding into this city triumphant as king. All right, let's get back to the story. Here we go. Um, the donkeys stray away. In other words, um, the donkeys leave. So it represents the blessing. It represents a luxury car. Listen to this. It represents strength. What happens? Kish loses the blessing. He uses, he loses the, the luxury car. What does that represent? It represents his mobility. And for some of you, if you're honest about your bloodline, there's been a lack of mobility. Uh, everybody is kind of stagnated. Everybody's kind of been the same. For some of you, some of your peer groups, some of your friends, some of the folk you run with, everybody's just kind of been stagnant. Everybody's been the same. And I need you to hear me and hear me clearly. Uh, watch me. Uh, that in this situation and in this scenario, what happens is that you are literally um, uh, uh, the one that's sent to recover the donkeys. The scripture says that uh, what happened? That Saul is sent to find the donkeys that Kish has lost. Kish has lost his strength. 
Kish has lost his mobility and Kish has lost the sign of the blessing. Saul is the one sent to get it. Can I get you to type this on the screen? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. There is so much that has been spoken, prophesied, uh, and God ordained for your family, ordained for your friends, ordained for your bloodline that nobody else was willing to get until you. You are the one that's going to get it. Let's talk. He sends um, uh, Kish or Kish sends Saul to find the donkeys along with one servant. And the scripture says that they go to four different places to try to find the donkeys. And this represents our journey of life, y'all. Life is a journey, not a destination. In fact, um, this is one of the things, this was given to me, I think my mother, somebody gave this to me. I don't know, I've had it like forever. And this is one of the things I live by because life, hear me clearly, it's a journey. It's not a destination. Most people get infatuated with the concept of destiny. Destiny implies destination, which means once I get somewhere, I'm done. That is not the way things work with God. But God, the journey is just as important as the destination. I need you to click that share button if you haven't shared the journey is just as important as the destination because there's some things in the journey that you're going to learn. There's some things in the journey that you're going to pick up. Everybody hear me. I don't care where you're at in your life. I need you to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. I know it may not be what you want it to be yet, but enjoy the journey. I know it may be frustrating sometimes. Enjoy the journey because if you get infatuated with the destination, when you reach the destination, to only realize that there's another destination you've now got to get to, you will always live, you ready? A busy but an unfulfilled life. You will live a busy but an unfulfilled life. You will never feel like anything's good. You'll never feel like you've made any progress. I want to talk to a few of you tonight, but the truth is you've made a heck of a lot of progress, but you don't see it. Wave at me if I'm talking to you, where sometimes you struggle to see your own progress. You struggle to see your own victories. You struggle to see just how far you've come. Why? Because you infatuate yourself with the destination instead of the journey. But the journey is what made you. The journey is what built you. The journey is why you're faithful to God. The journey is why you're wiser. The journey is why you're smarter. I need you to enjoy the journey because the journey ain't no joke. The journey ain't no joke. Come on, y'all. Let's go. So listen, um, they go to four places and all of us have gone to these places to try to look for the blessing, to try to look for our strength, to try to look for our mobility, to feel like we're making progress in life. Let's take a look at these things. The first place that they go is they go to uh, Ephraim. And Ephraim means this, a high place where you were formerly fruitful. What's the first place they go? To their past, to their past. You have to be careful because sometimes um, when you are trying to move forward, you will sometimes check with your past and your past is your past for a reason. Sometimes you do not need to try to resuscitate. You do not need to try to revive. You do not need to try to dig up your past. Do you not know you need a permit to dig up a, 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 a corpse? And for many, watch me. You consistently go to your past to dig up old friendships, to dig up old relationships, to dig up old stuff because you are looking for something. You're looking for the blessing. You're looking for your strength. You are looking uh, 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 for your mobility. You ready? I just heard this from somebody. Some of y'all, you just bored. 
You're just bored because you've infatuated yourself with the destination instead of the journey. You gotta hear me. First place they go, it represents their past. Second place they go is called Shalisha. Shalisha represents this. It means three false gods or three idols. Now, this is interesting, y'all, because literally after we look at our past, normally what we'll do is we'll make something a, a god. We'll make something. And what does God mean? It means a source. So a lot of people say, I don't believe, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in no false god. Mm -mm. God is a sixth century Germanic term from the word gudan, G-U-D-A-N. What does that mean, Bishop? It's a source, which means anything that I look to to be a source for me, I have made it a false god. Okay, you ready? Sometimes you make sex a source for you. Because when, when you feel good, you got to have it. When you don't feel good, you got to have it. When you're stressed out, you got to have it. Y'all ain't saying that to me in these comments. Sometimes you will make money a god. Where as long as you got it, you feel like you're something. But if you don't have it, you feel like you're worthless. Never tie your worth to money. Because there's a lot of people with lots of money that are worthless. I'll say it again. It's a whole lot of people that have a whole lot of money and they are worthless. Ain't worth a, the, one of the dimes they got. All right. What, what is the source that you have looked to? Is it food? When you feel good, you got to eat. When you don't feel good, you got to eat. Is it food? You ready? Uh, is it social media? Is it social media? Are you addicted to saying who liked this? Who didn't like it? Who was in my stories? Who looked at this? Who looked? Are you addicted to it? So you ready? Number one, it's their past. Here's number two. The number two place they really go look is they really go look at what they're addicted to. Addictive behavior. Addictive behavior. You make it a false God. I got to have this. I can't go on without this. I need this. You got it? And it's not something good. It's a false God. If I was to go deep on this message for you, but I don't because I only got eight minutes. It literally uh, would mean uh, it's Baal. And Baal was the, was the God, uh, 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 a God of the moon. Um, the scripture makes it clear. And, and I don't want to go too deep. How many of y'all want to go deep? Wave at me if you want me to go deep. I can go deep. I can get deep. I can go deep. Wave at me. Um, the scripture makes it clear. Um, and on Monday nights, we do something called command your week prayer. Command your week prayer. We call it that because there's a principle in scripture um, where when Jesus prayed, he got up before the sun did. Um, because the, the sun and the moon, and I've taught this before, are the default rulers of the day. Which mean, pay attention, um, the, the, uh, I'm going to keep it simple. The sun and the moon are the default rulers of the day. If you don't command the day, command the week, whatever it is, the atmosphere sets, it will set it for you. Part of why we command our day and command our week is we're setting the atmosphere. We are setting the day. We are resetting what's been set up for us. You got to hear that. We are resetting what's been set up for us. If you want to go deeper than that, get the message, command your day, command your week. It's on YouTube. Uh, you can get it on YouTube and our app and website and all that. And I go into depth about that because for Many people watch me. There are certain things that become our default. It's what we always run to. Who am I talking to? It's what we always run to. It's what we always go to. It's who we always call. It's who we always text. It's, it's, it's a default that we run to. And that's the same thing that they did. Number one, they look in their past. Number two, there's some addictive behavior. Then number three, they go to uh, Shalim. And Shalim means foxes. 
Foxes in scripture were often associated with deception, deception. Um, the Bible says that a little fox spoils the whole vine. They were often associated with deception, which means, number one, I've gone to my past. Number two, addictive behavior. Number three, uh, I have so you're looking for it in people who are deceptive. You got to be careful because there's some people who are going to sell you exactly what they know you want. Problem is they can't deliver. You're sold a bill of goods. You get hoodwinked. You get bamboozled. Um, listen, if you're thirsty for a relationship, there's going to be people that can tell you're thirsty and they are going to sell you a dream because they can see your thirst. Y'all got to hear me. They're going to sell you a dream because they can hear your thirst. The third place that they go to, everybody, is literally a place of foxes, a place of deception. And sometimes, you ready? The fox can be you. The fox can be you because you'll place yourself in a place of deception. We live in a culture now where people say, well, I believe in Jesus, but I believe in Jesus and I as if to say that God's not enough. As if to say God's principles are not enough. Can I get everybody on the platform to just type this tonight? He is enough. Every platform. He is enough. He is enough. He is enough. I see some of y'all on TikTok. It's freezing for you on both Droid and iPhone. I don't know why it's freezing. Um, is everybody else good on TikTok? Thumbs up if you're good. If it's freezing for you, let me know. But everybody else is good. All right. Fourth place they go. The entire land of Benjamin. What's the entire land of Benjamin? That was where, he, that's his family. So the fourth place they look for the blessing, they look for their strength, they look for their mobility is amongst their family. And the scripture says they search the whole land. Um, they search among where they should get support, yet they don't have support. And sometimes you're going to be frustrated. Um, mine is freezing as well, but only on TikTok. I don't know why it's doing that, y'all. Um, sometimes, hear me, what your challenge is going to be, which is that where you should get support, where you should get help, uh, where you should have um, backup, you will not have it. Where you should get support, where you should get help, you will not have it. Sometimes you're going to have to learn to be your own co-signer. You have to pull a page out of David's book. I will encourage myself. Um, because if you're waiting on people to give you strength, to give you a blessing, y'all better talk to me, to give you mobility, you, you watch me, you cannot wait on them. I need a few of you to type that on the screen. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting on you to, to, to speak well of, of what I got to do. I'm not waiting on you. It's quiet now. I'm not waiting on you to help me be mobile. I'm not waiting on you to create a platform. I'll build my own. I'm not waiting on you to open a door for me. I'll build a door and open my own door. Are y'all hear what I'm saying tonight? I am not waiting. They go to these four places, y'all, to find the donkeys, and they cannot find them. So they get to this fifth place, Zuff, Z-U-P-H. Just listen to that. How do you go from Shalim, Shalisha, Ephraim, Benjamin, Benjamin to Zuff. It's as if God was saying they went from A to Z. They tried everything else. And then they get to Zuff. And when they get to Zuff, Zuff has two meanings. Number one, it is the land of Samuel. It literally means it's the land or the realm or the space 
of the man of God. In other words, they put themselves in an environment where they're, listen, let me make it practical, on campus or online, they put themselves in an environment where they could hear from Samuel, where they could hear the word of God from the man of God that they were assigned to. And this is a powerful principle. As a man in authority, I'm also a man under authority. I cannot tell you the number of times I needed to put myself even if it wasn't in person, if it was online, in the presence of my Samuel. Why? Because I needed to hear so that I was able to move uh, with excellence. I was able to move with clarity, able to move with strength, able to move with power. This is why I encourage some, if you don't have our app, get that app. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. You got to listen to those podcasts. You gotta listen to the replays. Why? Because if I, if you don't get to Zuff, hear me. If you don't get to the land or the realm or the place where your Samuel speaks, you gotta hear me. You gonna be confused. You gonna be mad. Why? Because you lost the blessing. Because you lost your mobility. Because you lost your strength. Because you lost the blessing. Because you lost your mobility. Because you lost your strength. That's the first definition of Zuff. The second definition of Zuff is this. It means honeycomb. It means honeycomb. It means honeycomb. It means honeycomb. That's what it means. Which means, watch me, this is going to be rewarding. This is going to be sweet. What would have happened had they given up at Ephraim, at Shalim, at Shalisha, at Benjamin? And obviously they searched the whole land. This journey took them several days. I'm so glad. Hear me tonight, preview. You did not give up. I'm so glad you did not throw in the towel. I'm so glad that you did not stop until you got to the place of reward. Come on, for every person where you've been tempted to stop, but you didn't stop, just say, I'm glad about it. Listen, I'm the first one to say, I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. I'm so glad you didn't stop. I'm so glad that even though the journey was frustrating you, you didn't stop. I'm so glad that even though there were days you had doubt, you didn't stop. I'm so glad that even there were days that you were had fear, you didn't stop. I'm so glad that even though there were days you were like, God, are you even with me? Are you even are you even there? Is anybody that can be real? Where you've had some moments where you were like, God, are you is this is this is this real? Or is all of this just just for pretend? Where the honest people at? If you never question your faith, then your faith should not be trusted. Anything that cannot be tested cannot be trusted. Here's what I'm excited about is that even though doubt tried to pop up, watch me. Here's how you know your faith is real is it survived the tests. Y'all better talk to me. It survived the test. Here's how I know my relationship with God is real. It survived the test. It has survived the attacks. It has survived the doubt. It survived the moments where you're like, is this even for real? Come on, y'all. You ready? All right. We're almost. Oh, my goodness. It's 931. We got to go. All right. So listen, he gets to Zuff. And when he gets to Zuff, he gets to Samuel. Samuel's his man of God. And um, and it means a place of reward. And when he sees Samuel, Samuel says these words to him. The Lord says these words to him, rather. He says, this is the man. This is the one I told you about. This is the one that I told you about. This is the one that's going to be king of Israel. In other words, God had placed Samuel on somebody else's mind, or excuse me, Saul on somebody else's mind. So that the moment that Samuel saw him, he said, that's the one. 
I pray tonight, listen, y'all, God place you in somebody's dream. God place you in somebody's vision. God place you on somebody's mind. So when they see you, they'll, they'll already know what the deal is. And watch me. It's not just your name's going to be brought up. Your face is about to be brought up. Oh, my God. Your face is about to be brought up. Your personality is about to be brought up. Y'all better talk to me tonight. Come on, if you agree with that, say yes, Lord. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. It says, that's the man. I'm in 1 Samuel 9 and um, 17. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said, that's the one I told you about. That's the one I told you about. Listen, the deal, if it's your deal, it can't happen until you show up. If it's your opportunity, watch me. They're going to say, this is who we're supposed to do this for. If it's your job, they're going to say, this is the one that we have to give this job. I don't care who applies. I don't care if they're well qualified than you and want less money than you. Watch me. I need you to make this declaration. Make this declaration, please. Say, I'm the one. I'm the one. Your face is going to be brought up. Your name is going to be brought up. That's literally what happened. And the same God that did it for Saul is the same God that can do it for you. Don't tell me he can't do it for you. Don't tell me he not, cannot do it for you. Here's why I want to end this to set you up for tomorrow. Um, two places. It wasn't Saul's idea, listen, to go to Zoph. Saul was ready to give up. And it was somebody else, hear me, that encouraged him. He's, listen, what, listen what the servant says. Verse 6 of 1 Samuel 9. But the servant said, I just thought of something. I pray that God would put people around you that would give you creative and godly ideas. That when you're like, I'm over it, I'm done, there's no way to get this done. God would send somebody like he sent to Saul with one idea. Come on, I need y'all to type that on the screen. One idea. That's all I need. I just need one. I just need one. I just need one. <laughs> Ray J said if I had one wish. Listen, I just need one idea. That's all I need. I just need one. I just need one. He says, I just thought of something. There is a man of God. We're in the land of Zuff. This is the land of Samuel. There's a man of God. He can tell us which way to go. Then they say, well, we got to give him an offering. We don't just go to the man of God empty-handed. They said, well, we don't even have anything. We, we're far away. We're in, we're, we in search of all the land of Benjamin. We're from A to Z. This is, but what we have, we're going to sow. And they sowed it to the man of God. And here's what Saul said. Let's try it. That's 1 Samuel 9 and 10. So here's, what, here's how we're going to end message preview tonight. Um, I'm going to give you some homework. Y'all ready for homework? As soon as we end, here's what I need you to do. One, I need, well, I'm going to give you a few things. One, I want you to share this if you haven't already clicked the share button. Text to somebody, whatever you got to do to share. But here's the second thing I want you to do, y'all. The second thing is I need you to reach out to somebody. Father, speak right now who they are to reach out to. You're about to be somebody's good idea. You don't know what somebody right now is thinking about, they're fearful about, they're praying about, and you're going to have the idea for them. You're about to be that person for them. Are you listening to me? You're about to be that person for them. See, what you make happen for another, God will make happen for you, Ephesians 6, 8. So you're about to make this happen for somebody. You're going to reach out to somebody, who, Lord, whoever it is, let them reach out to that individual. You're going to reach out to them and you're going to say, listen, 
I just finished praying for you. Here's the video where I, we just finished praying for you. Um, you're going to let them know that. You're going to text this to them. You're going to send it to them. You're, watch me. You, once you start that conversation, you're going to have one idea for them. And that one idea is going to be the game changer. And it may be something small. Somebody said something to me that seemed really insignificant. But that one insignificant thing changed the whole trajectory of one deal. It seemed really small. It seemed really, really small. But that one idea changed everything about this particular deal I was negotiating. You got to hear me. All right. That's number one. Um, so you're going to share. Number two, you're going to get it to somebody and you're going to use the video as the way to say, listen, we just pray for you. Father, we pray right now for whomever we reach out to after this message preview. And we pray, God, that you would literally give us the idea. Give us the right words. Let us say the right words. Let us send the right message. Let us use the right tone. Whatever we need to do, let it be just right. So that, Father, it's the same thing that you did for Saul. One idea changed everything. And it wasn't even Saul's idea. Saul wanted to quit. An unnamed servant. Thank you, Lord, that we get to play a part in somebody else's journey. Thank you, Lord, that we get to play a part in somebody else's journey. In Jesus' name. All right? We just prayed for him. All right. If you already know who you're going to reach out to, drop the initials. If you already know, you're like, Bishop, I don't know yet. The moment you get off, you're going to know. Bishop, how am I going to know? Their face is going to pop in your head. That's the first. You reach out to them. Don't you second guess it? You reach. All right. Saul, Saul becomes king at age what? 30. I told you. Um, and here's what the Bible says. There were some worthless scoundrels. Oh, my. That weren't happy about the fact that he had become king. The Bible calls them worthless scoundrels. That's literally what the scripture calls them, scoundrels. Scallyway. <laughs> scoundrels, right? That's what the scripture says, that there's some scoundrels. And tomorrow night's message, I'm going to teach you, watch me, that as you are in this journey, this, these last six months of this year are going to be the best six months of your life. As you're in this journey, I'm going to show you how to deal with scoundrels. Tomorrow night's message is called, Who's All Coming? Because one cookout changed his life. But guess what? Everybody ain't going to be inv invited to your cookout. Everybody can't come. Everybody can't come. Can I get you to type this on screen? Everyone cannot come. There are some people that cannot come with you into your next. They cannot come with you into your future. They cannot come with you into your best. Why? Because all they do is bring out the worst. Somebody says, I haven't heard that word in a long time. Scallywag. Ha! All right. Last thing. So listen, there's your homework, guys. You're going to share. Then two, you're going to reach out to somebody. You're going to use this video. So we just prayed for you. Um, and you're going to have their idea. And it may be small. They may not even tell you. See, think about this. We don't even know the servant's name. They may not even tell you that you gave them the idea. You may never know until you stand in front of God and God says, you gave so-and-so this one idea and that one idea made him a millionaire. That one, that one idea changed everything, all right? If you're on this message preview tonight, you're not a Christian, this is your opportunity to come to the Lord. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on the count of three, do that hand wave emoji or say it to me wherever you're at. One, two, three, wherever you're at. I want you to respond. We're not, we're not gonna wait. We're not gonna wait. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, on the count of three, I need you to do that hand with emoji or say it's me. 
And I've already counted you in. I'm going to give it to you one more time. One, two, three. Respond right now. I see you. They're responding, y'all, over here on Instagram. They're responding. They're responding over here on these other platforms that we added that we don't normally add. They're responding. Come on. They're responding. They're responding. Come on. They're responding. No guilt, guys. No condemnation. No shame. Like God loves you. His mind is made up about you. Bishop Foreman, I screwed up. I messed up. We all have. That's why the blood of Jesus was shed for us 2,000 years ago. And hear me clearly. There is no place too low on the blood of Jesus can that flow. There is no place too low. I rebuke negative thinking. I rebuke thinking that would make you think that God's done with you. No, if you still have a pulse, you, God still has a plan. Come on. I'm giving the responding on every platform. Listen. I'm going to count down from five and then we got to pray. Five, four, three. I'm going to count down from five and then we got to pray. Two. I'm going to count down from five and we got to pray. One. 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 It's going once, going twice. Mr. Foma, well, why can't I just pray it at home? Why do I have to respond on screen? Well, Jesus said it like this. If you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. In other words, he was like, I'm going to give you what you're giving. I'm going to give you the energy you're giving me. So if you're giving me denial energy, I'm going to deny you. It, it, think about it this way. Nobody would want to be in a relationship with somebody that's ashamed of somebody. God says, if you love me, just make it public. Not to judge you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One. One. Is there anybody else? Do that hand with emoji. Say it's me. If you're old school church, you know this is where they say, is there one? Won't you come? Won't you come? Don't miss your moment. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I got you. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. And if I stray and if I stumble, get me God. Get me God. Come on. I need some of y'all to type that. I don't care if you've been saved for 35 years. Put that on the screen. Get me God. Give me, God. Don't give me over to my reprobate mind. Don't give me over to myself. Keep me. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, I need you to text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Can I, can I, I preached this uh, last year. But it is, it, is, it is so apropos. If you look in Romans chapter one, you can just type, type it down for yourself and go look at it, look at it later. In Romans chapter one, um, um, there's three hells that appear in the scripture. Number one is a natural hell. Number two is the hell of regret. Bible calls it weeping and gnashing of teeth. The third hell, you ready? Is when God, in the name of the message is literally called three hells. The third hell is when God gives you over to yourself. I need y'all to hear me. One of the worst things that could ever happen to you is that you fall from God and you have no conviction. It's, it's some people now in the world that, you know, I don't do Jesus anymore. I don't know. They're in hell. They're in hell. The, that's Romans chapter one. The Bible says that if he gives you over old school, King James says you're reprobate mind. New King James says your debased mind. Literally, the, the concept is God says, you know what? Do what you want to do. I'm not coming to get you. Do what you want to do. Look at me. That's hell. That, literally, Romans chapter 1 calls that hell. So for every person you ever felt like, God, don't let me get away with nothing. That's because he loves you. 
For every person that's like, every time I try to run from the Lord, the Lord comes and gets me. That's because he loves you. That means he has not given up on you. That is a good place to put a praise in the comments. That is a good place to put a praise in the comments. It literally is hell for when God says, I don't really care what you do. Do what you want. And can I be honest? Every woman on here, you can tell this story. And every man too, but especially women. Women are like rubber bands. Once their love is broken, it's gone. Can I get a few ladies to tell the truth? And a woman may be down with you for a while, but once her love is broken, oh my God, it's just, it's a, she don't care no more. Your phone can be beep, 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 going off. And she's like, I don't even care. I ain't looking at the phone. I ain't studying what's on the phone. Can I get some, honestly, somebody says, I can't hear you. I'm not sure why. I, I, I'm not even studying what's on the phone. Come on, ladies, tell the truth. Fellas, it can be the same way. All right? Typically, fellas typically get there a little sooner than ladies. But, but once a woman is over it, when a woman's fed up, ain't nothing you can do about it. Once a woman's over it, oh, she's over it. She's over it. She's, she's, yeah, I don't even, yeah, yeah. Look, another woman can come knock at the door. Be like, your girlfriend out here, your girlfriend out here, uh, can y'all please make sure, tell her not to drive up on the driveway like that next time. Come on, y'all. Listen, that's hell. It's the same thing. Hear me clearly. It is the same thing, principally, with God. He, when God says, do whatever you want to do, I don't even really care no more, that's, that's hell. Three hells is the name of that message. Um, and you just need to be glad that you're not there. All right, I love you. Listen, um, if, if this preview blessed you, you can be a blessing. How can you do that? Over here on IG, you can use the um, you can use the uh, badges. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. All that's available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Whatever you sow tonight, I don't want you to sow this for you. Here's what I want you to do. Sow this for whoever you're going to reach out to. Remember your homework. Number one, you're going to share the video. Number two, you're going to reach out to somebody. You're going to be like that servant with Saul. You're going to be like that servant with Saul where it was his idea. Um, whatever you sow, I want you to call this your servant seed. This is What you sow tonight is not about you. So don't attach nothing to you. To Whatever you sow tonight, this is not about you. It's for whoever you're about to reach out to and sow. You call this your servant seed. We're going to be like that servant with Saul where I'm going to do this for you, Saul. I'm going to give you this idea. I'm doing this for you. This is not about me tonight. Can we do that tonight? Whatever we sow, don't make it about you. You can do $5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 150. Based on whoever you're sowing for, you sow whatever you're going to sow. But this seed's not about you tonight. This seed is about them. This seed is about them. All right. I love you guys. Pray you have an amazing night. Church tomorrow night, 7 o'clock mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be amazing. The message is called, Who's All Coming? Who's All Coming? Everybody cannot come in your next six months with you. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay being around some strangers. You have to be okay being around some folk you don't know. You gotta hear me. Gates Barbecue is the name of Kansas City. Thank you! And they are still open. Thank you so much. I gotta, I gotta take a trip to Kansas City, apparently, to get me some good barbecue, because nobody in Denver dropped any Denver names. I'm just saying. All right, love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go do your homework. Be a blessing to somebody else. All right? Be a blessing to somebody else. Love you. Shalom.
Love y'all. We added these other platforms. Y'all did. Y'all did good. 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 I mean, keep keep it coming on these other platforms. Love you. IG. Shalom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.